This is episode 287 on February 7th, 2019. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome back, Matt. It's good to have you back on the show, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> uh, how you been? Let's start with you. <laughs> I've been in a train wreck. Oh, no. So, <clears throat> I mean, I wasn't on the show last week because um, I was sick. And, um, you know, I'm not a doctor. Some people would venture to say that I never was one <laughs> shout out to the now defunct we have concerns podcast if you get that <laughs> reference in any case uh I don't know man I might have had like bronchitis or something Ooh. but last week I was I was down for the count I had a fever for like three days and I still have a lingering cough so if I abruptly disappear it's because I'm hitting the mute button got it yeah um trying to do photography but man it's it's you know obviously it's been tough because of the sickness i haven't really been getting out a whole lot um i did get out over the weekend went up to the cleveland botanical garden they have their annual uh, orchid festival going on and this is probably like the fourth or fifth year in a row now that i've gone up to check that out and I, and I always go like specifically to to take pictures and um this year I was like a little bit less excited about it cuz I think I'm getting to the point where I'm not really sure like what to do mm-hmm. like any any pictures that I take now I'm kind of like eh I already I already took this picture Oh, you know, like yeah. how, how many, how many like macro shots of orchids can you do, and you know stuff like that. So, um, this year I I really uh, uh, I barely shot with the the iPhone at all. I I took my Sony camera, my NEX seven, and brought two Nikon lenses with me. Um, I brought the lens that I mentioned. Uh, two episodes ago, the 150 millimeter lens and wanted to see if there was anything creative I could do with that, which, um, I took some pictures with it, but I was not really getting the type of shots I was hoping to get with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have a, another lens, it's a, a 60 millimeter micro lens and it is just the most amazing lens that I own, I think it's so tack sharp. It's just very awesome. Did you say and, 60 um, millimeter? Yep. 60 millimeter. So like on when it's adapted to my Sony, it's uh, you know, like a full frame equivalent of a 90 millimeter. Okay. But uh, yeah, I, I shot a lot with that and ended up coming away with some compositions that I really like. So, um, I'll get those edited up here shortly and get those on Instagram and stuff. But um, 
you know, if you look at the hashtags, it'll call out that they're taking with the Sony. So um, I tried to do some depth mode with Halide of, of a few uh, orchids that I thought looked really cool. And I wanted to use the depth mode to kind of separate them from everything else. And it was pretty much an epic failure. The, you know, the, the death depth map just wasn't as precise as I would have liked it to be. Hmm. And, uh, I threw the, the photos into, um, the focus app, you know, F O C O S. Yes. And, and it, in there you can kind of tweak the depth depth map and like refine it. But I don't know. I just ended up getting annoyed. Like to me, it was, you know, while the, the depth mode did most of the work, um, to like really get the, the map refined, I felt like I was, you know, back in the days of using like Tada SLR big lens or one of those apps. And oh. it was just too tedious and it was just starting to annoy me. So I've kind of abandoned that, <laughs> but, um, and then today I, I, I managed to, uh, find a spot on my on my way home today uh i'm kind of in this like weird mood right now where like i really want to shoot but i don't really want to shoot just to shoot like i want to have purpose you know a, a photo yeah that there's some kind of purpose to it or a story to it or something um which i, I guess i kind of do that all the time i, I very rarely take pictures or, or share pictures, I should say that, um, were shot just for the sake of tapping the shutter button on my phone. And, um, with the weather we've been having, we, you know, it's been uh, really warm the last few days. And prior to that, it was ridiculously cold. So there's a ton of ice mm. and we had snow. It's all gone now, but there's still a lot of ice around. Um, like a lot of the lakes are frozen and, and stuff like that. And so it's making these really dense cloud banks, like really low to the ground and like over the lakes and stuff. So on, uh, on my way home today, I kind of drove by this lake and, um, stopped it. There's like a, a, like a park of sorts where there's like a boat launch and whatnot. And I, yeah. I stopped over there and, um, it was starting to rain. So I didn't spend like a whole lot of time, but the, the, um, the fog was, was blowing off the, off the lake and like into this stand of trees. And it just looks so cool. It was like really like ethereal. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I love that kind of stuff. So I, I actually, I used my moment, uh, 58 millimeter lens, which I haven't had a whole lot of opportunity to use yet. So uh -huh. that was cool. And, uh, got a few shots. I really liked, uh, just this afternoon. Nice. I think Mark just picked up that lens, correct? I believe he did. Yeah. Yeah. He's threatening to yeah. uh, make a video about it. <laughs> it's a very nice lens. I, I don't know what he's going to say about it, but if he says anything negative, I'm just going to throw <laughs> it out there right now. He's wrong. It's a very nice lens. Well, let's hope very he doesn't nice. throw it over his shoulder. Yeah. I asked I know, him right? yesterday. <laughs> I said, are you going to throw it over your shoulder? He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome oh greg how are you doing oh i'm not doing too bad uh 
been working, you know, in the last, most of the last week. So I haven't had a chance to get out and shoot, but, um, today was kind of a mild day. So I did get out and, uh, last week I mentioned in a, a blog post that I was working on and I needed to get some photos to accompany it and I've got them today. Woo-hoo. So I'm going to finish putting that together and, and if, if listeners haven't, didn't, didn't hear what I was going to write about, it was about, you know, these lenses and should you use them on your phones? So it's, uh, you know, it's it's turning into a little longer post than I thought because as I was adding some pictures today, I was adding some more commentary and and whatnot. So, but um, I mean, it's not going to take you forever to read it, but uh, I, I just wanted to get some good pictures to illustrate my points about you know these lenses and how they you know affect the look of uh, of the photography taken with a phone and whatnot. So, hopefully, I can get that out tomorrow. And of course, I'll put a link in the uh, Tiny Shutter Facebook group, and um, you can give it a read. Nice. But other than that, yeah, other than that, it's been just a you know busy, busy uh, a week at work for me. Yeah. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, from the last show, like every, like uh, I would say, around uh, three fourths of the group here thawed out. Um, I think one one quarter of us in the in the sooth uh, didn't really have to uh, thaw out much last week. No, he was just melting. <laughs> yeah, it was 70, but, uh, uh, 79 degrees today. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, last weekend finally got warm enough to actually get out and do something uh, without things fear of things freezing on you with contact of the air. Uh, so I was able to get out and take a nice little walk around the city. Um, got a couple really, I think pretty good photos, just kind of walking around downtown and in the uh, periphery there. Uh, one thing that is kind of neat is that the ballpark, um, even though it's not open per se, especially, you know, this time of year, but, um, they have a part, um, that is right outside, uh, where the seats are, but it's still kind of within the ballpark area. They keep open as a walkway. Nice. So you're able to kind of get up right to the fence and look on the field nice. and actually look in the stadium when there's not a game being played. So, yeah, it's, it's a nice little little part there. So I was able to get a couple of nice shots of uh, snow right around the baseball park, too. Very so that cool. was a nice little little, little um, surprise going on. And today, because of like, – uh, Matt was saying about the fog, we actually had it pretty bad here until, uh, I would say, around to around 10 o'clock in the morning. I was able to get a couple good um, shots of a couple trees in the background uh, with the fog surrounding them. Nice. So that was kind of something. It, it it felt more of a Halloween feel to it, um, you know, with the trees without any semblance of leaves or anything else, really, and that fog just packed in there. Yeah. It had more of a horror feel to it, which was kind of, you know, something a little different and neat to try. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> as long as you don't have to drive in it. That was a bit of a pain this morning, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll, 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 I'll switch the uh, fog versus the ice, snow, frozen stuff. I'll, I'll take the fog any day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Yeah, I... Um, I did just a little bit of photography this week, uh, last Friday, 
took the kids to the park and so I was you know playing with my stylus lenses and you know just doing some little bit of macro shots but also just trying to keep an eye on the three-year-old from uh, you know messing with the geese uh, there was a pack of geese that were you know mulling around and I you know she was very curious and I didn't want her to you know chase them and have them chase her and I was like I have to fight off geese to protect my three-year-old or something like that but uh, I got some pictures Are they of Canadian her. geese uh yes uh they'll, they'll 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 be all right if they hurt her they'll just say sorry and sorry move on. sorry oh <laughs> 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 uh, say were, were the geese were were there any was there any tim hortons around the geese or any poutine <laughs> <laughs> yeah they I, I think they had like canadian uh canada dry or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that's they, why they honk funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, we. Yeah, so I took him to the park, and then I did some photography at church. I changed the website and did a whole bunch of stuff, and actually got a compliment. I uh, wasn't looking for the compliment, but uh, somebody had called and was wanting to help. Uh, a family in our town and so they looked up our our website and uh they were talking to uh, uh the youth pa- i mean the children's pastor who's the administrator and he goes oh you like the website oh yeah well thanks you know and i was like oh man that's cool <laughs> uh because before it was like eh, it wasn't that great and all i did was put up two photos <laughs> <laughs> and change it around a little bit um but you know it just it 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 does something uh when you have good images it it can it can take uh something that's like terrible and make it look good you know it's like a uh uh, if you if it's pleasing to the eye, people will stay. If if it doesn't look very good, they're going to move on. But you know that's why, you know that's why we strive to uh, get better at taking uh, photos. But but other than that, I uh, normal week. I'll, I'll be taking more photos this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move into a little bit of news. And it helps if this is pulled up. Here we go. News team, assemble! All right. Let's see here. I think we have uh, some news about some mobile photography awards. And I think... uh, uh, Dave, did you have that, or was that you, Greg? Uh, that would be Greg. All right, Greg, take me. it away. Yep. Okay, so this was the um, eighth annual Mobile Photography Awards, and this set of awards is open to all types of mobile cameras, so um, you know Android and and iPhone alike. And there were uh, let's see how many different categories. Without counting, I'm going to say probably about 20 different categories, uh, you know, ranging from architecture to digital fine art, photojournalism, self-portraits, you know, all kinds of stuff, even visual effects. And 
so they announced the winners uh, this week, and there's been quite a few good ones uh, within these categories. But the one thing that stands out to me, well, and it's not really surprising to me, and and I forget where I read this. I wish I could remember where I I copied and pasted this this line from because I wanted to give them credit, but I honestly don't remember. But it says. Two interesting figures for steadfast iPhone photographers. About 75% of all entries were made with an iPhone. Ten of the 19 first-place winners uh, recorded their winning image in an Apple handset. Hmm. So there was 19 categories, I guess. I was close. I said 20. So it, it just goes to show you that um, in the mobile photography space, it, it just seems to be that the iPhone is is the device of choice for for most people so um so yeah there's uh i don't know if the link has been put in the facebook group or not but if it's if it hasn't been i'll check it out tonight and if it hasn't been i'll put it in but you can go in there and you can look at all the um the the winners and the honorable mentions which is there's quite a few of them and i actually know a lot of people who have some honorable mentions. I, I didn't look at all the winning photos yet to see if I knew any of the winners, but um, it, it's quite the uh, quite the display of images. And if, if anything, it's good to go through all them just for inspiration. And, um, you know, th- there's a friend of the uh, Facebook group in Tiny Shutter, uh, Ithalu Dominguez. She would have hands down oh, absolutely. taken the macro category. Yeah, yeah. No question about it. She would have won the macro category. When I look through the macro images and I see what she puts on Instagram, yeah, it's it's a no-brainer. So, yeah. Ithalu, if you're listening, enter this thing this year and blow them blow their minds. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to enter a few just for the heck of it. Um, I'll probably stay away from macro if I know Ithalu is going <laughs> to enter, but because <laughs> I I don't think I could beat her. But uh, which one would you? Yeah, uh, gonna, which one would you wh- enter in? Uh, probably landscapes because that's my favorite category. Okay, I'll do the same thing. But no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know sure which one you, you do, Joe. You Joe, Joe, you do transportation. Yeah. What, what's that? Oh, yeah, Matt? Joe, you'd you'd enter the transportation category. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They'd never have seen so many Jeep pictures of Jeeps. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What what did you say, Matt? Our our friend, uh, it's the moment's gone. Um, Our friend (laughs) Kramer, who's pretty prolific in our group has a honorable mention in the um, nature and wildlife category nice and uh over at the artful eye photography community um jeff feeney i know has a couple i think in there somewhere i'm not sure which category he has two he has two in two different categories yeah and also um one of the members of the jury was um uh, Elaine, oh gosh, I'm gonna. I should know this. Elaine, she's she's in the Artful Life Photography community as well, and oh, yeah, she's a, she, yeah, she lives over in in England. Um, Kidding, I've she's on the jury. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I don't know who Elaine is. Oh, 
I, I should know her last name. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Elaine, I'm sorry, I forgot. My mind's mush. But anyway, yeah, go go to the website. Um, it's uh, mobilephotoawards.com and check out all the winners and the honorable mentions. And like I said, if if anything, it, it'll it'll inspire you to um, pick up and pick up your device, start shooting. And a lot of these things are edited in a very very artistic way, so it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, very cool. All right, and uh, we also have some other news that has to do with our iPhones. Dave, go ahead and take it away. Yep, and this is regarding now today being the 7th, uh, February February 7th. Um, there was the group FaceTime patch uh, 12.1.4 that came out. And after it was released... Um, from Google's uh, Zero Day team, they also announced there were two other bugs that were in the wild that were also fixed by this patch. Uh, being in the evening, and this the patch has been out for uh, around 12 hours, a little probably a little less than 12 hours. I have not seen or heard of any issues with the patch or anyone complaining that their phone's now bricked or dead or anything else, um, which happens once every couple of years but this one looks completely safe so i would say since there's three at least three major bugs uh that are fixed by it go and update everything if you got the if you, you know phones ipad just update now and uh go for it so i think it's just one of those apple's pretty good especially when there's a, a major goof like the um the facetime group chat um that happens to get a fix. And so definitely in this case, get it fixed as quickly as you can. Yeah. Very cool. And uh, a little Instagram news. Go ahead, Dave. Yep. And this is something I, I just happened to see right before the show. Uh, this is via a nine to five Mac that I saw the story was that if you guys, especially those who use Instagram a lot, remember Instagram TV, it was something they pushed, was it last year it's or even back. year before? Oh, wait. <laughs> it's like podcasting. I thought it was last year. <laughs> yeah. It, it was one of those things they pushed and then everyone tried it and then never used it again. Well, they're not giving up on it. So what they decided to do is they're going to you're going to start seeing your Instagram feeds. They didn't say when or how frequent or anything else. But you're now as you scroll through your Instagram feed, you're going to see Instagram TV spots now. So now you're now going to have to deal with much longer of um, videos as you're scrolling by, not just a quick little minute or sub minute. But now you're going to see the Instagram TV ones now. I really don't know why they just don't make, you know, segmenting like this doesn't make much sense because if you're going to post Instagram and you can view it in the Instagram app, just make your video, allow your videos to yeah. be longer. Yeah. I know they're, they're doing it for, you know, another monetary source and, ways you can push more people there but you know 
if you really want to have it where, okay, so they're vertical instead of horizontal that you're stuck with, um, a different feel to it. But, you know, already in Instagram, you got, you know, boomerang option, you have the hyperloop option, and they want you to download more apps for that. Just put it in the feed and make it where we're excited to expand our option and, you know, call it something else, but have it as another feature you can do instead of having to think about, like, if you're a creator, you have to think about something else again. And that's the anytime you, you stop someone from either taking a photo, taking a video or saying, by the way, we know you want to do this, but <laughs> think about this now. You're just adding complication where it's not needed. Yeah. I've never got into watching any of the IGTV. It just, ah, that's not what I go to Instagram to do. Yeah. You know, um, and like you said, it's probably some other way to create revenue for Instagram, but I would much rather have longer videos on my feed than have to, you know, get somebody to go over and look at my TV account. Exactly. Exactly. I think it's like I said, just one of those things they tried. And in this case, they, it didn't take off unlike stories, which, you know, after they stole it from uh, snap Snapchat yeah. that took off, but this thing just is not taking off. I, and I'm still not into to the stories part either. Ah, I don't know. Oh well, uh, it's tough getting it's tough getting old not not, not doing what all the kiddos do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah, being the oldest. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. It's, it. I I was talking to somebody and we were saying, you know, I. I don't want to be. I, I'm not on Insta. Oh, not Insta. I'm not on Facebook anymore. I just I can't do it anymore. I'm like I know. If it wasn't for my wonderful uh, podcast, the the people that listen to it, I'd probably be off of uh, Facebook too. Um, you know, Instagram is a different beast. Uh, it is you know, more fo- f- uh, photo oriented. Even though there's you know people get on there and they do other things than just uh, take pictures like uh, posting memes and all that, but you can avoid that. Uh, it's like Facebook. It's like, you can't avoid it. You, you know, most of it's going to be people um, regurgitating their thoughts. And uh, you, there comes a point where you're like, okay, I'm done. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I don't need to hear what you have to say. <laughs> but it's too bad. It's too bad. There wasn't a, a just as good, if not better, um, platform or medium out there for photo sharing. That is like Instagram. Instagram is, you know, it's, it's the one, it's the one that everybody goes to. Uh, I mean, sure there's Flickr and there's all those other ones, but I mean, Instagram is obviously the most popular one in the world. Yeah. And that's where you're going to see all the good stuff. The biggest thing that bothers me about it is that it's owned by Facebook. Yeah. And <laughs> I just dread the day that eventually they're going to just completely ruin it uh, right. somehow. Um, 
I mean, I, I don't like Facebook. I Like you, Joe, I think if it wasn't for the Tiny Shutter group, I likely wouldn't even be on there. I took the app off my phone. I don't go there any more than maybe once a day, at, you know, maybe once every two, three days even, just to, to see the submissions for the challenge. But, well, yeah, and I, I look at to see what, you know, family's up to and stuff like that too. But, um, I mean, I, the social media platform of choice for me is Instagram. And right. it's just I get more more joy out of it than any of the other ones. Yeah. And it, it, I just don't know. I just I'd hate to see if if it gets ruined. I'd hate to see what would happen. Yeah. Now, the fact that there there's talk of Insta of uh, Facebook consolidating all the message messengers together uh. between Instagram, uh, was it what WhatsApp, WhatsApp and Facebook and, and yeah. Facebook all the messengers together instead of three separate ones. That's putting a that's putting a toe in the water. I still well, you know, refuse. I still not refuse that I'm trying to, to put it not, on my phone. The messenger app. I still refuse to do it. I'll go to Chrome. And, I have the and messenger app up. on there, but you know, I, I have the messenger app on there, but I mean, it's it's just private messaging, really. Like, it's not as bad. I have WhatsApp. Hardly ever use it. Um, if they blend all three of those messaging services together, the only good thing about that is that they're all private messages. You know, it's not like it's going on your Facebook feed. If it starts to do that, then that's that's the beginning of the end, in my opinion. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, I guess I'm... You know, it's starting to become that cranky old man that does, doesn't want, you know, <laughs> who, who longs yeah, for you the kids days. get off my lawn. Yeah, longs for the days when it used to be simple, where we had to go <laughs> knock on somebody's door to, bar, to talk on the phone if we weren't at home. All right. Um, <laughs> I mean, that does bring up a minor thing about, you know, a lot of people really don't, and I don't blame anyone, don't like Facebook, but. I think Facebook's unlike, let's say, um, MySpace or Friendster or whatever. It's so much larger now. You know, people are saying, "Well, you know, Facebook wasn't around forever. There was other things before Facebook, but they weren't this big." You know, it just has that critical mass of people. That to say, well, you know, it's like, well. You let's say you, you want to do you want to have that you want to share your photos. It's like okay, I want to share my photos where people are, and you're kind of limited, <laughs> unless something really comes around that really blows your mind. And it, nothing, even though everyone you know, there's a and I don't like I said I don't blame anyone for the continual Facebook hate, but there's really nothing that's even come close. Yeah, and I would I would love to have an alternative. You know, Flickr tried and got bought out, and now they're pivoting to something else. And you know, well, Flickr is still a very try. very uh, vibrant and thriving community, um, but it's it's not very mobile friendly. Yeah, and you know, for me and probably 
anybody that's listening to this show, that's probably the case for them too. Uh, they need to do something with their mobile app to, you know, make it more easier to use and a little more um, feature filled to match the website. Um, they if and if Mich- Yahoo- Michelle Michelle in the chat room Michelle in the chat room says from a marketing point of view you have to go where the majority of the people are and unfortunately for this planet that's Facebook yeah. Um, but for for photography, like speaking of photography, that's Instagram, and of course that's Facebook because they own it. Yeah. But um, you if know. Yahoo had been on the ball back ten years ago, I don't think Instagram would have had a chance because everybody was was on Flickr. Um, that was the choice of 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 placing your photos. You know, uh, MySpace wasn't a wasn't a, a thing to to put uh, photos. It was mostly for video. Um, but having you know that they had everybody, they had the corner market basically, and did nothing with it, and got surpassed in a, in a heartbeat by Instagram. You know, if they if they had had people there working to um, make it easier, uh, not only for photos but also for communications with the groups, they could have definitely had the corner market on the photography apps. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. So, all right, and I bet you Elaine Taylor—that's her name, Elaine Taylor. I bet you she would agree too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Uh, uh, do we uh, do we want to talk about that Bloomberg article, or do we want to move on to post pick the week? Um, let's move on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So let me pull this up and get our handy dandy. Soundbite. Here we go. Looking to diversify its revenue away from the iPhone. It's naming a new head of retail, Didri O'Brien. Apple's human resources head will replace Angela Arendt, who, remember, left Burberry for the role in 2014. Let's get Okay, apparently Bloomberg wanted to jump in there. Oh, okay. I was was going to wonder what that was. Yeah. (laughs) It was muted, and when I left uh, left the page... And went to the soundbite, it kicked on. I was like, okay, so here, let's do this. Post picked of the week. All right, it's time for our post pick of the week. This is where we go into the uh, well, which is called Instagram. That's our own favorite. Uh, uh, collection point. Uh, we own it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> where we choose an image from uh, the plethora of images that have the hashtag tiny shutter. And uh, Dave, go ahead and yep. take this away. Yep, you heard you heard us, Mr. Sugar Mountain. This is our Instagram now. <laughs> uh, this week I picked one from Martin. Rizberger, uh, in, in on Instagram goes by Martin Rizberger Photography altogether. Bridger, Ridge Bridger, sorry, yep. 
Thank yeah. you on that. Uh, and this is a photo of the Millennium Bridge in London from beneath. Um, so it looks like it's from the right, right underneath the shore. And I just love the line of the bridge leading into. And to be honest, I'm so ignorant about London. I don't know what building it's kind of leading into. Uh, <laughs> it's um, a Capitol building. It, it honestly, it looks like from the. It, it, I don't want to say it looks like the U.S. Capitol because knowing in general about London, it's probably much older than the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> it was probably their first. Yeah, it, um, it, it looks like many like state capitals too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, "Hey, put let's put a dome with pillars on it." But I just love the way the bridge kind of just falls right into it, and you get the reflection of the lights off the uh, the Thames River too. Yeah. So that and uh, one thing that's kind of neat is there's a couple of and they look like newer buildings mixed with the older buildings. And I love I always love that mix of buildings. Then just, you know, the same architecture over and over again. But you get that nice mix of new and old. And again, I I love the well, first of all, I love the crispness of the how crisp that bridge pick is. Yeah. But just the, the line, how it leads perfectly into it. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Greg? Yeah, I like it. Um, I mean, I love anything that uh, has, it looks like it has a long exposure done to it. Yeah. Um, and because it's, uh, I would say, is at twilight. And I'm just trying to find out what that building is on uh, the Maps app here on my iPhone. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, the, I think the, uh, the bottom third of the image could be cropped off because it just goes down into the, in the darkness. And then it yeah. looks like maybe he got a bit of the shoreline um, kind of, you know, it looks like black. But I think if that was cropped off a little bit to put the horizon line at the, at the boat a third of the way up through the frame, I think it would have made for um, a better image, but all in all, the lighting's good. Uh, the exposure is good. And the the framing composition, other than the the bottom part, I think it's really good. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Matt? Um, I don't know. I think I'd like it more if there was like something else interesting going on with the bridge, like some kind of lighting or something like that. I don't know. We'll get London on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that's what we should do. And, and then, and then, yeah, I'd like to see less of the basically the bottom half of the picture. Yeah, the the uh, the, the uh, skyline or whatever you want to call that on the other side of the river looks really great. It looks, you know, good exposure. There's a lot of detail. It looks really sharp. Um, so that that's really what's holding my interest. The the bridge actually isn't really doing a whole lot for me, and the uh, the bottom half of the picture has zero interest at all. Um, it's really just all in that skyline. So yeah. probably you know cropping this to a more of a panoramic style picture, which happens to be our current challenge, by the way. Um, yeah. That uh, I think that would be a lot a lot more effective for this shot yeah is that a pedestrian bridge it doesn't really look like yes. it's uh okay yeah it doesn't have yeah, and, the. and that's 
That's St. Paul's Cathedral in the background, that, that dome building. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah, I like it. Um, I, I, I like the water, the look of the water, because it, it, it looks like a, um, a uh, timed exposure. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Long exposure. There we go. Uh, long exposure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it it kind of gives you the look that it is twilight, and it could be, you know, a little bit darker. Like the sun is already. Yeah. Well, twilight. The sun has gone down, and the the light is is about gone. But you've uh, with the long exposure, you're, you know. Uh, the the light that's there is able to fill in the gaps but uh yeah it looks great well congratulations martin you are our post pick of the week winner if you want to be featured as post pick of the week you have two options one is to go on instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter the other is to go onto facebook and look for our weekly photo challenge which Matt, Matt, so uh, uh, informed us of, uh, reminded us of it is uh, panoramics. So uh, go on there and put a put a panoramic photo on there and uh, take a look at the other ones. Uh, it's not too difficult to do. Well, um, some people may have difficulty, but uh, uh, <laughs> as as long as it's. Uh, you know, a little bit wider and has that, that, uh, look than a regular photo. You've got yourself a panoramic. <laughs> uh, and Joe, one thing to also mention, well, I don't, I haven't seen anyone do this yet, but you can do a vertical pano. Yes. So that's, especially if you have a very tall building and you don't want to overly crop something, um, Make sure you zoom down enough if you want to crop a little bit to get rid of any kind of bowing or anything. But you can just turn your phone sideways. And don't forget, if you're doing a pano with the built-in app, uh, if you don't necessarily want to go left to right, or but you want to go right to left for whatever reason because of something there, or just you can just tap on it, and it will change how the uh, panning goes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, tap on the arrow. Tap on Yeah. And then Michelle, I, I saw I saw her photo in there. Michelle has a circular panoramic, which is kind of oxymoronish. Is that a word? Because <laughs> you know you don't think yeah, of she used a she used an app called Tiny Planet, I think. Yeah. Or there there's another one. Um, uh, I'm waiting for her to type it in to the chat room here. Uh, there's Tiny Planet and. There's another one. I can't remember what it is, but um, circular. One of them is no longer available. Yeah, she said "Living Planet." She, uh, according to the, uh, yeah, she said in her um, reply, she said, uh, "My app is called Living Planet." If I see it's been pulled, Tiny Planet looks pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's also one, and it is it is a lot of fun to play with. Circular. Yeah. So. Yeah, continue uh, continue doing it. I did some panoramics on sat on f- last Friday, and you know it, we were at the we were at the lake, 
and I was like looking at it going, yeah, I could do it, but I just, I don't know, I wasn't too inspired to post it, so I might post it, but I, I, I needed more in there for it to be uh, interesting. So, all right. Well, is there anything else you guys want to bring up? Because I think we have ourselves a show. Oh, I couple two two quick little points. Sure. One, my sh- my shutter case is finally on its way. Woo-hoo. So it's coming via the postal service, coming from the state somewhere. So I don't know how long it's going to take to get here, but I am so looking forward to trying that thing out. And the other thing was. <clears throat> um, the uh, the story I did on Night Photography 101 is in the latest edition of Mobiography Magazine. Um, it's not on their website, but it is on my website, shotoniphoneonly.com. But if you're a subscriber to the magazine, um, excuse me, Andy Butler does a great job of formatting the magazine and putting the stories in there. And, and uh, so it's in there if you want to check it out. Shameless nice. plug. Put, uh, put that link in the show notes and I'll have it. Uh, I'll have it for everybody to see. All right. All right. Well, let me go ahead and play this. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Barely. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, Greg, tell everybody where they can find you. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at McMillan photo on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo. And on the Artful Eye Photography community with my name, Greg McMillan. Awesome. Dave. Yep, you can find me on Instagram as ProfPod and in the uh, Facebook group as Dave Podner. And if you're interested in actually, I don't know why you would be, but to actually see me and talk about something not photography related, um, I was a guest on the Wrestling Mayhem show this past Tuesday. Um, available either on the Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook group or as a podcast, uh, talking obviously about wrestling, but um, <laughs> something just a little bit different. <laughs> the tiny wrestler. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be an interesting show. All right. Uh, Matt. Yeah, you could, uh, you could find me in all the places. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, not Facebook. Uh, I don't connect with anybody there. <laughs> Never heard of it. Uh, what are the places? Twitter, Twitter Instagram. Uh, Instagram, IM. Uh, although I'll be honest, I haven't been on IM in quite a while. Um, Flickr a little bit more now. And uh, the Artful iPhonography community. All those at M. Hoffman Photo. Awesome. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes and all the stuff we talk about. Uh, the YouTube channel, Mark's been doing some stuff over there. He's threatening to put out a moment 58 millimeter uh, uh video so be on the lookout for that and uh, other things by going to tinyshutter.com all right well gentlemen thank you welcome back matt and hopefully you'll uh get better but uh glad to have you back on the show and uh we will we will see you guys later uh, i was muted Oh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Why don't you guys say goodnight? Good night, everybody. Cool. Have a great week. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%. Irrelevant, sir. I can't. I'm totally paralyzed. I'm all locked up. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That don't make no sense.